Welcome to the Timothy Project Podcast. I'm your host, Jerry Welch, and I have Chad Hunsberger, my co-host, here with me today. You excited to be here, Chad? Always. I knew you would be. Uh, today is the first day of February, yeah. and so as we all know, there's a major holiday, Chad, that comes up in February. President's that Day. That typically, yeah, gets us thinking about relationships. Okay. President's Day. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, President's Day. Okay, maybe you failed my little quiz. Uh, there's another holiday in February okay. that usually gets us thinking Round about uh, relationships. Not Groundhog Day either. However, funny movie. There you go. Just saying, funny movie, but... You're yeah, talking about Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, that, your, uh, your favorite of all holidays. Man, this is a good time. I'm going to go ahead and point it out here. Now's the time to think about it, because uh, it's coming up in a mere 14 days, and so if this is something that you celebrate with your wife, your girlfriend, your mom, or if you think they might like for you to celebrate that with you... <laughs> time out. Hey, I'm just throwing it in there, just in case, you know. Mom? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Valentine's, be sweet. You know, be it's a sweet nice to thing. your mom. Be sweet okay, to your mom. Good. Whatever. I don't know. Hey, I don't know your life situation, what's going on with you right now, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying now would be the time to make a plan. Don't wait until the last minute. I'll give you that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh and then so so we're gonna kick off, Chad. We're gonna for the month of February, we're gonna talk about relationships a little bit, uh, together, uh here good. on the Timothy Project podcast. And um yeah, so today and we're, we're going to start with about one. Valentine this, relationships. Today so. is not about Valentine's okay. relationships. Next time we get together, it'll actually be February the 15th, the day after Valentine's Day. That's why I put in the little reminder there to remind our fellas, don't forget, because by the time Got you it. hear from us again, it'll be after the fact. Okay. Um, however, we are going to, uh, on our next one, we are going to talk a little bit more about marriage relationships and kind of how that affects ministry or how ministry affects marriage relationships, sure. that kind of thing. So we'll talk about that a little bit the next time. But today... Today, we're going to talk about a different kind of relationship, different relationships, but also have a huge impact on ministry, and that ministry also affects greatly. So, Chad, how long have you been a part of a church staff? Oh, that's interesting. So, in in uh, depends on what capacity you're talking about. So, yeah. I was trying to think about that. So, yeah. I I was a youth minister in 1998. Eight. Wow. Uh, I was not even born then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe I was. Uh, and, but, but the staff was me and my dad. So uh, yeah. uh, he was uh, the pastor and mm-hmm. uh, led the youth ministry. And yeah. then in college, I was like an intern level mm-hmm. uh, at a church. Yeah. But then after that, like my first full-time job, so that would have been 20 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, I, I started at a church okay. as a... Uh, a minister of recreation. There was a student minister, adult minister, administrator, lead pastor, a few admins, all at that church. Oh yeah. Wow. So yeah, at, over twenty years. Yeah. That I've been on church staff or right. been a part of church staff relationships. And that's what I was thinking is uh, for for myself at least uh, in a full time capacity for twenty five yeah. years. Yeah. 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 And then uh, part time, I've done even longer than that. And yeah. So yeah. So have all of those church staff relationships always been healthy? I have been really blessed mm-hmm. that the while there, the mm-hmm. overall feeling of the staff for the most part was was closer than mm-hmm. some um there were some some places that I served that 
uh, a few of the relationships were more strained mm, um, than no. others, and whether it was with me or with somebody else, no. it was it was clear, it was kind of you know obvious. Um, but yeah, so but I would say overall, uh, it's it it's been healthier than some of the no. stories I've heard for sure. <laughs> Maybe some of my stories. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I've seen both. Yeah. Uh, I've seen very positive, very negative as well. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. I've learned a lot from both, mm-hmm. uh, where God has taught us uh, a good bit uh, from both sides. So, I don't know, those who are listening today, uh, you may be on staff at a church now. Uh, you may be a part of a ministry staff uh, doing something on a parachurch ministry or something like that, or, or on the mission field. Working with others is going to be a part of ministry, right? Mm-hmm. It's so so you may be in a church where you're the single staff, but you've got deacons or you've got some key leaders or others. So I hope right. the things that we talk about today should be able to apply uh, to any of those type of relationships, sure. uh, right? But let's 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 talk for a minute, Chad. Just why do you think uh, that uh, it matters so much that staff relationships are healthy yeah. in a church? Well, one, I do think that the church can tell. Uh, when when relationships among the staff are healthy, they I, I I don't know if we just think we're that good of actors or what, but the church can sense uh, the tension. The church can sense the camaraderie on the other end, uh, uh, co- not just uh, cooperation with one another, but collaboration with one another. Um, when a church staff is is in its at its best. Uh, it serves in each other's ministries. Mm-hmm. It care. It's it's at things. It's a part of those. Even if it's not my job or my responsibility to be at that thing, uh, I'm there because I'm supporting my my friend. Man, he's put a lot of effort into this, and so I've, I see that. I watch that. Um, so I think the the health of the staff actually uh, strengthens the whole yeah. uh, better as well. Uh, again, because when that collaboration kind of work can happen, then I'm invested as the youth minister in the preschool ministry and in the music ministry and the, you know, uh, senior adult ministry. Each one of those matter to me, mm-hmm. even if I'm not not directly responsible for them um, because of my friend who is investing in that way. Um, I think that the brainstorming that happens mm-hmm. is better. Uh, because you're not always feeling like you've got to be on the defensive. Um, no, you you know that this person is is your friend and is on your side and uh, wants best for you and wants best for your family. And um, and I would say, I think about the dynamics in our staff currently. And um, man, when when babies come into uh, the their family, they they come into ours. And when when Death happens uh, and sickness happens. Everybody grieves together. And so when you come into work every day in particular and uh, and people know that and this this hard thing has happened, then there is a, maybe a different level of grace that's given. Um, I think about in this in this last year, right? Uh, one of our staff members added a child to their family, and so everybody kind of knew, hey, He's getting less sleep. Like, right. let's let's look out for him. Let's try to think how we can help and serve. And um, I, th- I mean, again, it was a good thing. Mm-hmm. New baby, that's exciting. But it doesn't mean that it doesn't affect other other pieces and parts. Yeah. Um, so, and at the same time, I think like these are the 
people that like I want to spend time with and good thing because I spend a lot of time with them, right? Uh, whether that's at work in the office or uh, in all the different meetings that we have, um, with different church members and elders and deacons and all those kind of things. So, um, yeah, I think those mm-hmm. the health of those relationships affects so much else that you do. Oh, yeah. I think you're right. I've definitely seen that, you know, across the board. I I believe that uh, it's hard to hide Mm -hmm. uh, if there is a bad relationship or if you're struggling or or whatever. Those things are hard to hide. But uh, it's also hard to hide when you genuinely love one another and and Mm -hmm. care for each other and and are trying to do so. And and both of those, I think, are contagious. And so uh, I think in our churches or organizations, wherever we are, um, our people, uh, and I've heard it said before, you know, you're not going to rise above your leader. I feel like that's a John Maxwell quote, you mm-hmm. know, um, and I think that's one of the things that as leaders in our church uh, community, the relationships that we have matter because people are going to be watching those, and hopefully we're setting a good example for how to do that. Now, uh, well, I, I would I would just mm-hmm. say this to the lead pastors out there, mm-hmm. that does mean that rise above your leader is not just for church members aren't going to rise above the staff. In the mm-hmm. same way, the staff is looking to you to, to uh, establish some of those relationships. And, and here's what I would say uh, as an encouraging word. I, I'm about uh, the middle age-wise of our staff, right? So there's some that are in their 30s and 20s, there are some that are in their 50s and 60s. And so, yeah, that I'm, I'm 41. I'm right in the middle. And so th- I get it that like I'm I am. I'm right in the middle age range, stage of life, age of my kids, all those kind of things. But what I would say is even if you're 60, 70, whatever, and your youth minister is 25, I'm not expecting. I don't think that that this conversation is expecting that you guys are best friends and you're uh, doing the same things together. No, like you could be their parent or their kids, I mean, grandparent or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I'm not expecting that, but it doesn't mean you can't have a meal together. It doesn't mean that you can't uh, share burdens at different times in different ways. So I would just say they are looking to you. And if you leave it just to them to be friends, you will isolate yourself when you, and Maybe even unintentionally, yeah. um, in a in a unhealthy way. So then, when you do come to share a vision, well, the other four members of your staff they are friends, and they had a different vision, and you won't be able to lead the mm-hmm. same way. I'm not saying you've got to be their again their best buddy, and you mm-hmm. do everything with them, and um, but you've got to look for some of that common ground. And I, I like the, what you said there about the. Uh, Unintentionally, I, I, I do think sometimes we, we, mm-hmm. we don't plan to have bad relationships. We don't plan on that. We just it, sometimes it's an unintentional thing that happens, whether it's, you know, proximity uh, as to the, the amount of time you spend together right. or or perhaps a different vision. Maybe there are some struggles as it relates to vision that are legitimate, legitimate concerns or questions, you know, that you have there. And so it, it takes very uh, a very intentional focus, right, to overcome some of those things so that, and, I, and I'll be honest with you, I, I don't know that we as a Christian um, 
church, uh, as a group of Christians, we've done a great job of showing the world what it looks like to have differences Mm -hmm. and still love one another uh, and still be okay with that, uh, uh, especially polarized society we live in today. You know, if you don't believe what I believe or you don't vote the way I vote or you don't do this, then I'm canceling you or you're off or or whatever. And, And it would be terrible if we wound up doing that inside the church, right? That, uh, and, and I think we have an opportunity to help set the tone for what that looks like and, and how we can bridge those kind of things. So let's talk about that a little bit. Like, how do, how do we intentionally, knowingly uh, going into it? There are some people, and I've found this uh, throughout my life, you know, there are some people you have a natural affinity to that w- your immediate friends and other people that it takes a little more work, uh, that it may be your fault, maybe their fault, you know, but it takes more work to get there. Uh, but uh, I've, I've heard it said before that, that if you become a good listener, uh, then you're probably going to help build those relationships a little bit better. And so learning to listen is probably one of the greatest things that we can do because that reminds us, uh, you know, well, actually puts us in their shoes. It helps us to hear more of what is happening in their lives, what is going on. We hear where they're coming from. We're willing to listen. It shows respect, right? That I'm, I think you have something valuable to say. And so I want to listen to those things. And so opening up those opportunities, um, is good. What other things can you think of that, that you would say, here are some ideas uh, to say, if you want to work on building those relationships, yeah. what are some things you could do? I think laughing hmm. uh, sounds like a silly thing, even to say, and you got to laugh with them. Yeah. But what I would say laugh is, at them? yeah, that too. <laughs> I, I do laugh think at that, yourself. that, yeah, laugh yeah. at yourself. Some of it, when I say laugh at them, mm-hmm. it's like uh, crack jokes, yeah. right? I'm not talking about making fun of them. Right. I'm talking about or poking, but I'm just saying like mm-hmm. uh, having having enough laughter and that, the, that you're pleasant to be around, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, Hey, I've got a funny story to tell you. Hey, when they tell their funny story, you laugh at that That's funny right. story. Uh, again, you, you might you might be out of the stage where mm-hmm. your kids are in diapers, but if you get them talking about their kids in diapers, it's mm-hmm. going to come to a funny story. No, absolutely. And so you might remember that story that happened with you when you mm-hmm. were when you had little ones or whatever. Like so, those kind of things can happen. Everything from uh, from from just being able to laugh and yeah. cut up. I think though that some of the places to do that are things like meals. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying you got to have every lunch with them during the work week. But I would say be intentional about uh, having lunch or uh, even having uh, the, the couple over to your home or, um, you know, those kind of things where, hey, everybody's got to eat lunch. So let's be intentional about just catching up. Uh, what's been going on in your life? What's been happening? Uh, talk about things that aren't work related even. That helps kind of break down some of those barriers that might we do see things differently but hey let's let's in find some common find some ground. build an actual friendship <laughs> uh, yeah yeah i would say too that uh i was recommending this to someone just the other day but um look for things that you agree on mm. and talk about the things you agree on because there will be things you disagree on mm-hmm. and what could happen is that your only conversations are about disagreement and so even though you might only disagree about two things, it's the only things you talk about. Yeah. And so it feels like you are constantly in disagreement, but it's really just two things. Mm. And so uh, maybe it's two different philosophies or two different things or whatever they, of, of uh, the budgeting or whatever they might be. But instead, 
what are the things you do agree on? Mm-hmm. What are the things you, you agree on the gospel? You agree on uh, the work of the church? You agree, I mean, find something that oh, you yeah. agree on. Do you agree on which football team to cheer for? I mean, like, pick a something, something that you anything. agree yeah. on and talk about that sometimes mm-hmm. as well. Um, That's right. Otherwise, you will feel like you're constantly in a battle, and uh, that doesn't feel like a great relationship. I agree. Well, and you mentioned being able to laugh with one another, at one another, those kind of things. And I was thinking about how, you know, it's okay. Sometimes we we like to pick on each other, but in order for that to really be okay, you have to allow them to pick on you. Oh, that's you right. You have to allow, right. like, you have to laugh at yourself and allow them sure. to laugh at you every now and then, and that may be hard sometimes, yeah. uh, but that's humility and learning to go, okay, I'm not perfect either, and it's okay if we kind of pick on one yeah. another and, and are able I to I remember, uh, I won't tell the whole story, uh, but I came in like July. Uh, we There was a lot going on. Tent uh, came to the church on staff in July of 2018, and a couple months later, maybe maybe four or six weeks later, we had like a staff retreat, mm-hmm. um, and we were just, it was after any of the meetings and we were just, a few of us were sitting around. Uh, we I'm were really we were, scared. Of I'm not going to tell the story. I'm not going to tell I'm really scared. Uh, but we were, we were <laughs> laughing about stuff and, and something really bizarre, kind of off the wall happened. And everybody kind of looked like, is this something it's okay to laugh at or not? You know? <laughs> and I started laughing and Ford even says, Ford's our student minister. And he even says like, it was that moment of like, okay, it's okay to laugh. Like, mm-hmm. I, not that he was assuming it wasn't, mm. but more so just the unknown. Just like, watching. Yeah. Can can we joke around, can, mm-hmm. or or are we going to live in like only serious land? That's right. What is our friendship going to look like? What is this staff relationship going to be? And he said, like, as soon as I just kind of chuckled at it, kind of looked at him, and uh, and it was like, okay, okay, like, we're going to laugh, and yeah. this is going to be. And so mm-hmm. I would say that that's what I mean by laughing is yeah. that sometimes. There's that awkward thing that, uh, or that, that silly, goofy, whatever. Mm-hmm. And in that case, it wasn't laughing at me, but sometimes it is that. It is opening, being vulnerable enough to be laughed at in an appropriate way, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Kind of poking fun at your own self or the That's thing right. when you tripped up the steps or yes. you, you said yes. the thing in the pulpit that you shouldn't have said that, yeah. you know. And you're like, whoops. Yeah. You, <laughs> And own it, yeah. and um, well, and and that's the kind of thing. And I think you're right. There, are, there are family stories. Our family has stories that we tell, and um, sometimes ad nauseum. They're they're too much. Like okay, we've shared the same story over and over. We laugh about those kind of things. But the same thing happens among staff friendships yep. and relationships, and those kind of things. Is you have funny things that happen or things that you remember. It builds that relationship in that community, and just yeah, like you're. I, I agree with you. You're right. Having the the freedom to be able to laugh at ourselves, to mm-hmm. be able to poke fun at one another, to um, relax, and, and to have some of those conversations, and not to always have to be guarded, right. um, or to be super careful with every word all the time, because, yeah, we're all going to make mistakes, we're all going to mess up, we're all going to have issues. Um, I, I think also about, like, a, as we think about how to to build these relationships, 
among staff, we, we need to remember that we, that we all communicate in different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, as, as I've learned over the years, some of us are more direct, some of us beat around the bush, some of us come at it from a, a nice, you know, soft angle. Some of us go directly at it and, and jump on it. And, and there are a lot of different ways uh, that people respond to those different types of communication. And so just being aware of those things and watching one another to see like, okay, that didn't work in this situation. And uh, listening to, okay, apparently... I, I tried that super soft and it didn't work. So mm-hmm. let me, let, maybe I have to be more direct with this one, but it goes okay. Uh, mm-hmm. But with this other person where I talk with them and, and being super direct, that didn't work because right. that hurt That's their right. feelings. And so being sensitive to the fact that we communicate different th- different ways, we, we receive things different ways, uh, and being a student of one another of learning, okay, how, how, how does that come across? How does that work? And when we see that it doesn't work, don't do it again. Do something right, else. Right. Like lean a different direction. Say, okay, I've learned from that and, and we can go. Uh, do you like personality tests? Uh, yeah. I mean, generally I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we have done them. Yeah. Uh, I think there's value in what you can learn from them for sure. Yeah. And so I think that's another positive yeah, way just yeah, to get yeah, to yeah. know one another. Uh, we've, we've had some fun experience laughing at one another mm-hmm. growing from those situations, but also, you know, working through some difficult things like, okay, well, that's a hard one. Like, how do we deal with that? How do mm-hmm. I personally deal with that coming alongside supporting one another, but also knowing, okay, if I'm going to talk to this person, or if we're going to move this direction, I, number one, I, I don't agree that all those personality tests are perfect. Uh, they're not sure. going to tell us everything yeah, there yeah, is yeah, to yeah. know about us, nor do they, should they pigeonhole us into who we are, or how a we certain respond. Certain kind of job. You that's can only right. do this job. That's right. Whatever, but they can be if used wisely. They can be at least insightful to know. Oh, I didn't realize that you saw it that way. Mm -hmm. That's helpful to me. So, learning, being a good student of one another. Um, Also, I I think um, something that we can do more of is is acknowledging one another's gifts and benefits and positives, the the good things uh, that we see. Sometimes it is easy, especially in staff relationships, for us to be critical. It, right of uh, oh, things sure, that are going sure. on because we sit in a meeting or we sit yeah. and we're analyzing this or we're looking at that and sometimes we're drawn to those things so it's like oh I need to have a meeting with you because we need to fix this or we need to fix that uh, and so it's easy to center sometimes on the negatives we'll talk about some things to avoid in a minute uh, but yeah looking for ways to par- to acknowledge when somebody does something right oh yeah yeah and and to praise that and to l- build them up yeah. encourage them yeah I would say that uh again maybe this is to the leader of leaders uh particularly not just the in any member but but particularly to the leader of the leaders i would say one of the things to consider is looking for you said looking for things to celebrate right. or to rejoice in and i would say i remember i remember seeing somebody do this uh with a, a kid's drawing the this kid came up uh, it was another pastor, and they, they the kid handed them a drawing, and uh, he bent down and said, oh, I love how you used this color purple mm-hmm. on the dress that you drew for this on this drawing. And I remember thinking, man, that was a really specific compliment. Like, what does, mm-hmm. why do you like the purple dress? And I asked him about it <laughs> right. later, and he said, well, no, I've always thought that it would, the more I can specify it. Yeah. Not just, hey, I like your drawing, but help Great them job. see that I like this mm-hmm. thing. And so similarly, when there is a a good thing, mm-hmm. say that. Uh, I, I was uh, accused, you know, in a in a loving way um, of 
like always saying to somebody, oh man, you're the best. You're awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, it was like, well, I can't be the best at everything. Right. So tell me if I like what. Okay. It was me, everybody. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but talk. it was like, I, you know, I sent in a text, mm -hmm. you know, four times in a row. Oh, you're the best. Mm -hmm. You're the best. Oh, that's, that's great. <laughs> and it was like, okay, which one of those is the scrolling best? Scrolling through my texts and which that's one not of, me. Which one of those are the best? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. which thing that I did was the best? Mm -hmm. you don't use the word best unless it's actually unless. the best. And so I would say... It's a hypercritical frame. Yeah, yeah. Just take the compliment. God. Look for, <laughs> look for some things to be able to say. Yeah, this, I do agree. This action that you mm -hmm. did was really helpful to me. Absolutely. I'm really encouraged mm -hmm. by the way you taught. I'm very encouraged by that email that you sent. Mm -hmm. Hey, I know that was a hard thing to do, but man, you you knocked that one out of the park. Or yeah. I know that's exactly what you love to do. It's mm -hmm. obvious that you love to do that. Great job. Keep that going. Whether it's so so I think looking for those specifics and I would say this, you will have people that are not words of affirmation people, mm. right? So words, like you you doing that for them, you writing them a note, you mm -hmm. saying the thing, isn't going to really do it. Still do it anyway. Yeah. Because what you're going to think is, oh, they don't really need to hear that. They've told me that they would really, it works better if they get a gift, if they get a day off, if mm -hmm. they get a something. Okay, cool. But don't be silent. That's, like, right. that's still not going to help. So yeah. thinking about the, the way in which you can foster that, mm -hmm. that uh, it is still important to to utilize words, yeah. even if words isn't the the their favorite way, mm -hmm. right? Uh, but it is looking for those different avenues to and say specifically. I'll take a minute and brag on you. I'll, I'll tell you that you do a great job with that, and I think that's one of the things that is encouraging to me. Mm -hmm. Now, I am a words of affirmation mm -hmm. guy, so mm -hmm. if anybody wants to send in words of affirmation, I'll take them. <laughs> uh, but um, I, I do think that, yeah, that is one of the things that you obviously learn that lesson well, and, and you do a good job with that, and that's something I was trying to emulate, to turn around and do that as well. Mm -hmm. But I, I would say, number one, that's awesome coming from my lead pastor to get a very specific like uh, way to go guy uh, do it, you did a good job on this but I would say even among peer relationships among Absolutely. us as staff that that is beneficial like if we look at one another and say the positive things look for the good things to be able to say I'm going to switch us uh, okay. kind of quickly into good. things to avoid because that that's a, a good segue because I, I do think one of the things is if we're not careful we are very quick to point out the negatives yep. uh, and not to do that so I would say not that there's not a time to point out negatives. Right. Like, let's do that. Let's have those conversations. Let's deal with what we need to deal with. But if that's the only conversation that we ever have, mm -hmm. then we have a problem. If that's the only thing we ever bring to the meeting or the yep. conversation, then that's a problem. Yeah, so I would avoid isolation. Oh, good one. Okay, so yeah. if you're avoiding something, avoid isolation. Mm -hmm. um, if you're the senior pastor, it's easy for you to say, hey, I've got to write my sermons. If you're the music minister, you're the guy who's in like, nobody else understands the music world. I've just got to do my stuff and like, let me do my thing. If you're the administrator, nobody understands your numbers. And so you're looking and saying like, look, I just got to do the numbers. So let me do my thing. Mm -hmm. And the youth guy and everybody can kind of get in your silo, uh, your, live on your island and be isolated in that way. And what I would say is look for, and whether that's literally like we've talked about this, like our offices mm -hmm. here uh, are more spread out right. or maybe, maybe it is mostly uh, it's part-time work. And so they're not in the office all the time. And so it, mm -hmm. it, it 
kind of forces some isolation. So avoid isolation by making sure you are finding ways to be with each other. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you don't have to shut the door and get some work done. That's right. At yeah. all. There I mean, is a time. You have to do that. Mm-hmm. But don't don't be the guy who is only in your office, avoiding meetings, mm-hmm. avoiding uh, times with your staff that they need that. Again, yeah. pastors and staff members need that from each other. So uh, that would be an avoid. Avoid uh, rudeness. I mean, it yeah. sounds like an obvious one, but <laughs> like, uh, don't be a jerk, right? Yeah. So uh, a- avoid the crossing the line of like, hey, we were laughing at this thing, mm-hmm. and now I just hurt your feelings because uh, I want you to have thicker skin than you do. Yeah. Read the room, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I think those are kind of some things yeah. I really would avoid. Uh, in order to, you might be thinking, oh no, I'm, I'm supposed to be like cracking jokes with you, but it's like, no, you just, you were just mean. Mm-hmm. Like that's not that's funny. Right. Um, and sometimes we excuse those kind of things by saying, well, I'm just a direct person or right. I just see the glass half full, half empty, yeah. half whatever. We excuse things in ourselves instead of taking responsibility right. for it and saying, yeah. uh, no, I need to make some shifts because I realize even though that may be my natural tendency, that is not beneficial to you. Mm-hmm. That is not helping you at all. And my job as a, even as a peer on oh, the yeah, staff yeah, yeah. relationship is to help you and, and yeah. for all of us to be at, at our best. So that's what I would say. Yeah, I think that's good. I, I think also we've got to be careful depending on how many people are on your staff. I, I think it can be easy to fall into gossip um, easy. We, we call it, maybe we'll call it prayer requests, or maybe we're just having the sideline conversation. But if we're not careful, we're having a lot of sideline conversations that are disparaging of others, you know, that's instead right. of actually going to them and dealing with the problem that we have, uh, you know, that that's something that can breed more issues for more people rather than doing what the Bible says. And when we that's have right. a problem with our brother, talk to him, deal with it. Don't, don't beat around the bush. You know, um, I, I would think that also in staff relationships, Man, just because of the close nature of an all day, every day, depending on how your staff works or or how the the ministry that you're working with is, uh, my guess is you're going to have a a lot of opportunities to show forgiveness. Um, And I would encourage Mm. you to forgive quickly um, and to offer lots of grace to one another because we're all going to mess up. We're going to make mistakes. And so I had a friend who was a counselor who said, uh, this was this is 20-something years ago probably, uh, but he said, uh, I, I want it to be known, like on my epitaph, I, I would like for that to be that he was a giver of grace. Mm. And my youthfulness, I didn't understand why that was so important. The Lord allowed that to stick with me. I, I want to be that guy. I want to be a giver of grace, somebody who gives lots of grace. I don't always do it. I mess up. We all have bad days. Um, but it's something that uh, I think we should aspire to. Um, because Jesus does, and, and so we should. There are lots of other things I would encourage you, you know, as you are exploring this, we could get into so many other things as as we think about males and females uh, communicate very differently. I've learned that in marriage. Uh, you know, just because I was thinking this way doesn't mean she was thinking this way, and right. saying this statement doesn't mean to her what saying this statement means to me, you know, those kinds of things. And so be thinking about that as there are differences, people that come from other parts of the country, 
country, or we have people literally on our staff who are from another country, you know, yeah. and so we're trying to learn how do we communicate in a way that uh, is encouraging. So I would encourage you to jump out there, do some research, check on those. Um, I, I don't want to forget about the nonverbals. Remember that your nonverbals communicate a ton. Uh, and so, yeah, you may not say anything, but slumping your shoulders or uh, the staring through the wall or, you know, those kind of things communicate volume, sometimes more than what you actually said, right. the tone of voice or uh, your facial expression, all those kind of things, your body movements, all that kind of stuff. I think we have to watch those kind of things uh, in order to make sure we don't build any barriers. We're, we're trying to keep down the barriers so that uh, our relationships I'm are like encouraging. I'm currently <laughs> sitting up better and just trying to I make eye contact. Look at that. And he even smiled at me during yep, that I'm trying. process. Uh, that's good. you know. And so all of those kinds of things I, I think are important for us to remember because ultimately it's not just about having a good relationship uh, among staff. Ultimately what we're doing, we're just modeling what the kingdom of God looks like. Sure. And so I think about the uh, Sermon on the Mount as he describes kingdom citizenship and what it looks like to offer lots of grace and forgiveness and, you know, to, to have um, an attitude like Christ, as um, Paul says in Philippians. You know, that's the kind of attitudes that we should strive to have in all of our, our relationships, but especially uh, on a church staff or a ministry staff where we are representing the gospel to those around us. That's good. Absolutely. Well, we want to thank you for listening in today as we chatted about this. Please like, subscribe, or give us a rating and a review. Share it on social media. We would greatly appreciate that. Uh, we will be back on February the 15th. We're going to talk about marriage and family and ministry, so be sure to tune in then. If you have questions about the Timothy Project or things we've shared today or have suggestions for future episodes, email us at staff at org or check out our website at thetimothyproject.org. Thanks for hanging with us today. We'll see you next time.